0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Courtside Indiana Podcast. Please hit the subscribe or add button on your podcast app to get them delivered straight to your phone, tablet, or desktop. As always, we'd appreciate a rating and review, and you can reach us directly on our Courtside Indiana Twitter at Courtside IND. Welcome to episode 100 course that Indiana podcast 100 episodes I don't know when Zach and I started this I, I think we planned on planned on doing it for however long uh, but still 100 seems like wow I didn't know that we would do that many I don't I don't think we were doing it just because of COVID but it's nice that we're still going strong and we're able to keep things a little bit interesting and figure out ways to get content in the off season. and so we but we appreciate the listeners for sure Zach is going to join me later. Uh, We're recording a little bit out of sequence today, so we'll have different segments. Nick Baumgart's going to join later. We're going to talk about games down at Evansville Bossy. Zach and I are going to talk about the games up at Grace yesterday. And I'm, um, and I went to the Mishawaka Marion Westfield game. So all that and our normal weekly topics. And we're going to I'm going to talk a little bit about recruiting here. Get everybody up to date on that, and then we'll get into the meat of the show. So. AJ Lux, the only offer this week. AJ Lux uh, from Crown Point, 6'5, 6'4 junior shooting guard from uh, Crown Point picked up an offer from Purdue Northwest. It's Division II school. They um, newly minted Division II school a couple a few years ago or a couple years ago. Um I mean, that's a good offer for AJ. I think he's definitely a, a low. I mean, I think he's definitely a low D1 floor on his recruiting. Uh, Horizon League, Ohio Valley. Um, probably fish arounds for some more Midwest leagues like that. That's kind of the level that I think he definitely plays his way into. Um, he's he's the son of T.J. Lux, who was a 1995 Indiana All Star and had a really good career at Northern Illinois uh, before playing professionally overseas. And and A.J. is um, probably won't grow to be as big as his dad, but he will. He maybe has a little bit more left in him. But he's a kid that's always shot the ball well. It was just a matter of time for him to mature physically. That's finally happening. So he's right in there, close to 6'5", pretty long, quick release. And, and Crown Point hunts him. They hunt him for shots, and and he's good. He definitely can hit it. So it's a good offer for him. It's a good good starting point for him. And, you know, it's look, if he ends up at that level, um, that's not a bad place to be. It's close to home they've got guys that are committed to that program from a coaching perspective. So I look forward to seeing how his recruiting plays out, but so that's AJ Lux gets an offer from Purdue Northwest and that's our only recruiting update. So uh, the rest of the show is coming up and we'll get started right after. Well, let's do the, let's do the reads real quick. We didn't get a chance to read them during the other previously recorded segments. Box out sports is the leading online graphics solution, giving you the ability to create professional content in seconds to highlight your team and student athletes each season. You can sign up for a free demo at boxoutsports.com. And Zach will tell you that he, you don't need to be, uh, you don't need to be, a, it's not basketball only. It's uh, for uh, athletics directors a- and and coaches of any sports. And I want to remind you that courts at Indiana podcast is on Apple podcast and Spotify and anchor a anchor FM, our new, uh, our new platform. You can subscribe via each of those apps and have them delivered straight to your phone, tablet, or desktop. And we would add ask you to subscribe or hit the add button on your podcast, depending on which app you use. And um, you can also then follow us on Twitter at CourtsideIND. Again, that's CourtsideIND. Also on Instagram, CourtsideIND. We're starting to post uh, pictures of the week, like our best pictures <clears throat> Uh, on, on Instagram. So that's the same handle, courtside ind on Twitter or on Instagram. All right. We uh we've got Nick Baumgart with us now with Zach Tyler. Um we're gonna talk a little bit about the hierarchy of 4A. We've had some we've had some new entries. Although Nick, I dug up my uh preseason rankings. Hmm. And yes. I've got I've got Chesterton fifth. So I'm looking pretty good on that one. Yeah we don't have Pike anywhere. I don't but Coming. But I did talk about them. We did talk about them. Mm-hmm. But I, I had Zion's my top seven looks pretty good. Carmel, well, I mean, not necessarily in this order, but Carmel, Cathedral, Homestead, Westfield, Chesterton, Tech, and Zionsville. That was my top seven. I mean, I guess the difference is is and Zach, you can chime in on this, although it says you're mute. Just making sure that you're not mute. Um, there we go. We all do we all kind of think that it was Carmel Cathedral Homestead, in whatever order those three were, and then it was kind of other people just below them. Did we all agree with that, or did we? Was there an alternative view at the time?
1: No, you're right. No,
0: we. I mean,
2: I know Nick and I had the same top three. Zach, you didn't do the preview stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, so hard for me because I'm not as familiar with teams south of US 30, Kokomo, or US 30 in Plymouth. Yeah, so. I'm kidding. Yeah,
0: you do dip down to Kokomo every now and then. Are you yeah, coming do. down for that event next week? Yeah, I hope to. Or the week at whenever that is.
2: Oh uh, yeah, the next, the next the week after. Kokomo's yeah. a lot better.
0: Yeah, they're they're well. They've got <laughs> they've got Fiori. Yeah, we've not really talked about yet, but we'll get we'll get to him someday. Um, but so what has happened is so the the cool thing is is that these teams are touching multiple places on this list like Westfield's played Homestead Westfield will definitely play Carmel Zionsville has already beaten car or has already beaten Carmel um, they also beat um, uh, issues who no, a a head now. is it just the Carmel win that somebody I'm thinking else. of I mean they're they're seven and oh so it's not Joe oh, they beat Westfield yeah, that's who, that's who it was. They beat, they beat Westfield. Chesterton now has beaten Homestead and I'm not counting the out-of-state losses for Cathedral and Homestead um, tech who I had kind of knocked down a little bit on with losses to Brownsburg um, and Anderson. I mean, even Brownsburg coaches feel like they're a year away, um, you know, not, but, but as tough as those guys are, they're Brownsburg's going to, they're going to battle and keep games pretty tight. So Tech goes up to Brownsburg, gets beat. I think everybody thought that was sort of an upset. They go to Anderson and get beat. And it wasn't so much an upset as much as I thought that Tech would just be better at doing what Anderson likes to do, which is I thought in a game that was played fast, I thought Tech would thrive and be able to handle Anderson's pressure. I don't know how the game that game went. but And then we'll learn more about Anderson next week, the week after next, because on the 28th or 29th, they play Carmel.
1: Hey Jim, yeah, Tech, Tech was nine for thirty-seven from three in that against Anderson. Yeah. Against
0: Anderson, so they didn't shoot the ball well, and it turned into it turned into fast breaks. Well, absolutely. Well, that's I mean, look when you when you press, you you try to do two things. You try to either turn teams over. You try to make them take quick or bad shots. Now, in a day and age of quick threes being part of the game. Um, th- that second part can sometimes backfire for the team that presses. I mean, Carmel is pretty famous for turning the other team's defense into their offense, and so that's why you'll see them play an occasional game. I remember one year they played Pike and scored, some, I don't know, like 80 some odd points because um, they ran with Pike, and they, 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 what they did was they beat it on the back end. Um, you know, they if if Tech doesn't go nine for 37, they They'd probably they probably win that game, and that that was a completely obvious statement. But, um, but so now we're adding teams to this mix. Do we and I think I think that loss at Brownsburg really
1: honestly, uh, having faced Coach Lynch when he was at Mount Vernon, I mean, yeah, never easy to ever like just all of his teams are, are good and, and tough and smart. And he just has this, he's such a good coach that he's worth points.
0: Well, and he's, they're always going to be good defensively. And they're always, they're always going to be able to control tempo unless you can turn them over the things they've not had of late or the things they've not had consistently there at Brownsburg is just shooting. Um, and the, the one, the one really good year they had was, was when they had Lucas, Lucas's son. Um uh Jason Jason Lucas was part of their really good teams in the 90s, and his son could really shoot it. And he was uh class of 20, 2020. I mean, you know, they um, oh, I'm looking at his here. Shoot. I, I think it'd I be easy to
1: find, you know, some some shooters in Indiana, like there's they're everywhere. So, well
0: here and there. You know, if if you know, if um Luke Brown yeah, would have Luke Brown would have stayed. He had been a he'd have been a decent shooter. Yeah, it was 20 2020 the covid year when they were 21 and 4. So they got robbed. They win their sectional and then we shut everything down. Mm-hmm. That was the year they had Lucas the senior along with this that strong group of juniors of obviously Pierce Thomas and that Luke Lacey, Um Malik part of that? Malik was definitely part of that. The big kid is now at Marion right. Um yeah. and um you know, and they had their, and Q, uh, Quentin, whose last name escapes me now, but really, really good defender, good, good secondary ball handler. I mean, that was their best year, uh, for a couple of years. I mean, Lynch has obviously had a lot of really good years there. Uh, he had a nice run there with, with Darren Ringo and KJ Walton in that group, but had one really bad kind of one really off year. And then the rest of it's been pretty solid. So, um, I'm not ready to throw Brownsburg in this mix yet, but because they've they've had their they've still had their struggles. That's why the loss beating Tech kind of surprised me. Um, but they're both they're both up and down. Yeah, and I don't think anybody's so good. You know, Anderson gets beat by Noblesville, and really that's a game Noblesville just controls the whole time. I mean, it's the whole time. But certainly they got once they got control, it was never. Kind of never doubt that's been their last game. Their game with Muncie Central was postponed. Um you know, so and and Tech's first three wins were against teams that aren't probably gonna check well two one at lapel's a two a team, Newcastle's three A. Newcastle had a nice win this week. Um here's the thing about throwing together teams like
1: like Coach Turner did. I mean, it's great for you know, I mean looks good on paper and everything, but it takes a while, you know, it does. Uh, and, you're, you're, and, you're, and they could be a very different team than
0: I've been around. So, you, I mean, they could a be time. a very different team come, come March. I mean, they're obviously they're good. Now they beat cathedral. So, and not only did they beat cathedral, but they, they kind of dominated from the jump. And I know cathedral kind of clawed their way back into it. Um, and would, you know, would savor a rematch in, in the uh, city. I mean, how how hyped up is that game going to be if, the, if when they meet in the city tournament? I mean, that's going to happen, right? They want that smoke? <laughs> um,
1: I'm sure they do. I'm just kidding. But, yeah, no, it'll be great. Great game. And, uh, you know, I don't know how that game went last night. You know, I mean, so much of.
0: Well, reading Twitter, it was snowballed earlier, early. I mean, tech was up by nineteen. I, think I had my hands quarter. full, Jim. Yeah, I'm sorry. Do what? I had my hands full. Well, you were down at. Well, yeah, you were in Evansville, right? Great job, Zach. Also, sorry, I don't mean. To oh, up. thank you.
1: It was a long day. Yeah, it really kept me kept me in the loop. It was, day, it was a long day last. It was a long day really? last year. It was a good yeah, day though. Did you get great, that yeah. pizza
0: place? I didn't. Ah, all right, Zach. Who's your number one team right now? So I know one you're team. getting ready, to, you're getting ready to roll out of here. Let's Man, it, get that thought. Nick and I will parse this and dissect
2: it to death. In 4A, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I mean, I feel like Zionsville there is there. They gotta be, they gotta be who the team is. Logan Imes is so tough. Yeah. You look at this list and all these guys, all these teams are heavy guard play. I mean, even Penn has the three guards, uh Carmel guards, Valpo guard, other than Jones, but Masons, there, uh, cathedral guards, homestead guards. Uh, I'm not a big Bloomington South guru or anything, but it looks like they're falling off going four and three now. Were they overranked or ranked too high at the beginning? Do we think, or no? I don't, I don't care about the AP stuff. The AP stuff is coaches.
0: Um, LN was five, yeah, coaches, yeah, a lot of it. Well, they'll be different. They get CJ Gunn back. I mean, there's right that's they're, they're, that's they're on, they're fairly, almost on paw in terms of repute. I mean, they could come out and still win sectional 10 and challenge for state championship. If, if gun comes back and, and, and plays and just carries them. So, um, miracle. well, I mean, they got some other pieces. <laughs> Mac Brown's pretty good. He's shooting the ball really well. And if you've got to put a lot, if you, if gun soaks up a lot of gravity on the court, Mac Brown's going to get some shots. And, and I, I, I love what Kobe Bowles is doing. Um, and again, he'll have more room to do it, um, but have more room to do it with with that, with Zach, with, um, Zach, with I went Zach yeah. Gun there with CJ. <laughs> um, I mean, Bloomington, no, I, I don't know. I had Bloomington North definitely better than Bloomington South coming into the year. I, And so far, they're looking pretty good. My two misses right now seem to be Zion or Jeffersonville and Warren. Um, other yeah, than go Warren, no, go, I mean, they're struggling with guard play, mm-hmm. They if it's any, if it's what, what, what they had in the tech game, now, I know they had Devin Holman was not playing that game yet because of football. He had, he was not back yet. I think he was nursing a little bit of an injury. Um, but I, I don't know that they had a lot of guard play in, in reserve, you know, to, you know, last year, you know, Sean Black was able to step in and do a much bigger role and he was fabulous You know, of course, Malik Stanley was really a three-year—if not, I don't remember if Malik started as a freshman or not—but I know he played varsity as a freshman. So they lost a ton of experience in the backcourt last year, and I don't know they had anybody in the wings, basically ready to to come in and you know take over. And that's you know now. Amari
1: Ferguson looks so good there, wouldn't he? Well, saying the way free agents go in Indianapolis these days. Well, he looked. He would look good at Pike.
0: <laughs> all I had to do was... Metro. He looked good at Metro the other night when I watched... The well, game. sure, but all I had to do was stay at Pike. And, you know, that's all I had to do. I don't, you know... I don't know if Loudon leaving would have impacted or not, or not, you know? No, nah, I um, think he
1: was gone before the end of last year, wasn't he?
0: Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. But, I mean, a good win last night by... Warren against Tenley. So, I mean, I know, you know, Tenley's, you know, Warren would have the size advantage that game. And, and Tenley obviously would pressure them, in, you know, almost probably the entire game. So it just, you, know, you see, Warren can handle that. And it's not like Warren has bad losses. I mean, they lost to Tech, they lost to Cathedral, they lost to Ben Davis, but they really weren't super competitive in any of those games. The Woodward school were not – or the Woodward Ohio team were not considering. I don't know much about them. And their two wins are against That's homeschool too, but, yeah. and Tenley. Do what? No,
1: that Woodward is, is I think, is the team that Cathedral played last year. Um, Was it? With Paul. What's his, what's his name? Anyway, yeah. But, yeah, so is Tay – is he running the point? What was, I love, there was some kind of talk
0: about that. Um, against tech, certainly they got loose possessions. He did. I mean, they, he doesn't give it up. Like he doesn't, like, he doesn't have to give it to a guard. He's definitely good enough to just bring it up. Sure. I think when they're a little bit more, more of a dead ball or after a made basket, it's, it's not so much him, but it's just the overall aspect of, I don't know who's hitting shots for him. I mean, I guess I can dig up some stats or dig up a, dig up a shot, you know, dig up a box score off the star, but I don't, you know, who's, who's making shots for him outside of those, you know, outside of Chandler Jackson and and Deontay Davis. I don't, you know, I don't against tech. It was, it was kind of nobody. I will get one name though. Let me make sure I get this right. They got some young kids. I thought they, they do. I mean, they're, but they're not young anymore. They're juniors. I mean, Devin Holman's a junior. Um, Brandon Snodgrass is a junior. Uh, the, the other kid they started was, um, well, they were starting Tyler Horton. Oh, Paul Chandler is, is who I was thinking of, you know, and he did hit a couple shots early against tech, but he's not, he wouldn't have been somebody that I would have thought would have been in that role or somebody who's going to do that consistently. And maybe I'm missing my mark on that, but, but, um. So Zach, your number one team is Zionsville. Yep. I gotta bounce the, too. They're the okay. La, one last thing. They're the, they yes. are the only team in this conversation that's undefeated. Well, Chesterton's undefeated. Who's your number two? Um yeah. ah. that's tough. Come on. Then you can uh, go. You can't leave until you tell me who you want to do this. We're gonna hold you hostage from two uh, two hours hold, away. Hold me hostage. Oh man! I'm not. No, I'm out of this. No, I'm not in
1: this
2: deal. Oh, thank you. I Appreciate that. <laughs> Nick's like you can leave whatever you want. Not like, no I can do charges. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep Cathedral up there. Are you I th- okay? I think I think they got the firepower. I think they'll get stuff together. I think Cathedral. Yeah, I didn't have.
0: To be honest, I didn't. I mean, Zionsville is to me the only one that's penetrated the top three. Or the, in this case, the top four. Um, but I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna be curious to see how Anderson plays, Carmel, how Valpo plays Carmel. That's Carmel's next two games, Valpo and Anderson. So, mm-hmm. what? Valpo still undefeated. Yeah. Anderson just has the one loss to Noblesville and the and
2: the, the good win against TAC. I hear Carson. Yeah, Valpo hasn't really played anybody, right?
1: Uh, they played uh, Gary Twenty First Century. I guess that would be their best. That yeah.
0: that's a good win. I mean, that's that's a good win. But yeah, yeah, we do the hierarchy of one A. They're my new number one. I mean, I still think Tenley's. You think they're through. better than
2: you think they're better than North Davies? you would have seen them Tuesday night against Valpo, yeah. I mean, North I think Davis. on paper, I think oh, on good? paper they're
0: better. They 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 guard differently now than they have.
2: Game yeah. and played on paper, Jim.
0: They I know, but they, 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 guard, they guard they guard differently now. They, they last year they, they didn't guard anybody.
2: They didn't guard anybody Tuesday either. Oh, they did. <laughs>
0: well, they That's didn't guard a, any their game in, in uh, I hope they meet. We're gonna have a bet, a fogger to chow bet. No, we're not no. You can't <laughs> not, even not, no, oh, fuck, no no you can't even afford that. You can't <laughs> how afford how to have
1: to buy it.
0: I know, so no, we're no bet on that. Just, you, just like, hey, let's bet a car. Bet I you a car.
1: Well, let, me, let me think about what I want.
0: No. North Davies is, is really I'll bet, good. I'll bet you Ask a car. Hammond. Carmel can beat Ask Hamilton Hammond. Heights. Find there out. we
1: go. Find out. Ask Hammond. Well, is that good Hammond, for real? A good 4A Hammond team came down here. and
0: I I know. They're not a great 4A Hammond team. People talk talking about them being the best team in the region on, on Harold's forum. I'm like, no, they're oh, not the best team in the region. No.
2: No. No.
1: No, but but it's uh, – a. Uh, if Hammond played uh, Gary twenty first, what's what's going to happen?
0: I would think Gary could would have a really good shot of winning that game. That'd be interesting. They, they, yeah. they have they have more weapons. They have size that that, that Hammond doesn't have, and it's not like it's,
1: it's, not, like Hamm- not, it's not like
0: Hammond plays four shooters where you can't put Eric Price on one of those dudes and just let him protect the let him protect the paint. I mean, they whacked that Tuscula team, the, the the team with the kid going to Loyola. They whacked him. And they out and they they ground them down to the to yeah, the but big. he had
1: nothing else. No, nah, I don't know. They had a couple had big kids,
0: nine, couple big kids who could shoot. They were a pretty good team, and that's one of the better teams. I mean, it's a small school, but it's you know they're one of the better teams there. You know they beat Tenley on a neutral court. Where was that game played at? Was that well, they played just at?
2: They just couldn't do anything. against Valpo though. Well, that kids, could be. I mean, look, that kids weren't engaged, and price wasn't a factor at all. <laughs> Yeah, Ashton, Ashton Williamson got taken out of the game on by well, the defense. They still one of the top four A teams
0: in the state. So I mean, I can, I did, I wouldn't, I would have thought that would have been a, a huge. I mean, it's still a good win for Valpo, but it would have been a huge win for for Gary. <laughs> but, um, you know, I don't know that. Yeah, I would still, I would have Gary. I don't know. Let's stick to four A. Zach, you can leave.
2: You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Gary. Side note, Gary, twenty first place. Perry Meridian coming up here is that will that be a good one or no? I mean that will that will go away
0: toward determining how does Gary play when they're not if they're not engaged? I mean they're taking they were, a step back
2: without Jaden, right? I wasn't sure what they had left in the cupboard there. Anything? If there's anything?
0: I mean that's I mean. Look, they're coached by. <laughs> You know, they're coached by Mark James. I mean, so Perry Meridian's always going to be solid. I mean, Perry Meridian's two and four, but they've got losses to Pike. Beach Grove, who's good. Mooresville's good this year. Uh, Plainfield is is down, you know, graduate a lot of guys, but they still have some good length. I mean, yeah, if Gary loses that game, it'll be a knock on Gary. I think they would be favored to win that game, on, at least on paper, but that's how we talk about these things early right, on. Right.
2: And I, I was just looking at that Lebanon tournament coming up. Uh, oh, that's where that is. This I weekend, yeah. Dig, oh, there it is. Okay, it's tough t- Evansville North at Mooresville, Indy Metro, New Pal. I mean, if they can win that, that that go a long way too. I feel like North just beat Hammond yesterday. Did they?
1: Yeah, I mean, if they're
2: if they're hitting,
1: if you know, they've got a lot of good little shooters, and if they're hitting, they're they're good. If they're missing, it, it's going the other way. Fast break.
0: Well, that's what we're going to talk about as soon as Zach rolls is focus on the evansville stuff that you saw yesterday so all right so gentlemen. zach good job you're you're heading out we're recording out a sequence so people will still hear you hearing about after nick and i get done we'll do our best team stuff but awesome. anyway good talking to you zach thanks man yeah see you zach all right nick what do you what did you see yesterday what what stood out the most even the you know even the out-of-state teams i mean i don't I did a little research on them, and we were when I did the preview blurbs, but but I really didn't come away with much other than maybe what Louisville Doss had. They had some nice stuff on paper. Um, did those guys live up to it? Yeah, I mean they they uh, <laughs> they hit Bossy in the mouth
1: right off the bat, right off the jump. You know, and Bossy just didn't respond. Yeah, and, uh, it was kind of a continuation from from Friday night when they played at Washington. They won by five, and you know that should be a really good bossy team. It's got a really good, a lot of really good talent, anyway. And uh, well, they're off to a pretty decent start. I mean,
0: yeah, it looks good on paper. They they should be really good, you know. But I'm mean, just saying. I mean, Jasper's. There, there are two losses. There two losses coming in the weekend. with Jasper and Chattard. Um, Shatard's got a little bit of a new lease on life right now. I mean, they're four and oh, there's a, here's a story
1: behind that game, too. Uh, the third ref doesn't show up till the end of the second quarter, almost
0: the Shatard game,
1: yeah, and uh, shows up and before the half ends, tees up the bossy bench. Nice, and they got ran from there. Shane uh, Coach Burkhart said he said they just got ran out of the gym from there.
0: Well, Shatard, yeah, Shatard's got some guards who can handle oh, it and shoot AJ it. Roseman's really good. Yeah, Roseman's Sons, nice, nice addition to that group. Nice addition. So honestly, I hadn't really seen him play until the summer. So right. But, but he's easy. but they had some other kids that can handle it. And they, they like to they can handle it and penetrate. Sometimes maybe over penetrate last year when I watched them. Mm-hmm. Um but so that's so they're two losses, especially when you consider coming to well it was a Saturday, so I guess it wasn't that horrible. Coming to Indy and getting beat. They were up 16 to 6 when that t- when they when
1: when they called the technical.
0: And then Jasper is having a really good year. And that's one of the hardest places in Indiana to play. That's an awesome gym. It's probably my great. It's probably my, probably my second favorite gym in the state behind Kokomo. Where's Carmel? Um it's there. It's it's there. But those bowl gyms are <laughs> bowl gyms are sometimes boring. Carmel a
1: bowl a gym company, construction companies
0: start building bowls again. Let's go. I know they're they're impractical for practice. You just can't. Get... you got you have to make part. You have to do what the the Hatchet House did or what Southport did. You've got to you've got to gut out a portion of it and put in temporary you know retractable bleachers. I, I really don't know why Carmel hasn't done that but I mean, because the model is there, Southport's done it, Washington's done it. Um, I don't know if either one, I'm, I'm assuming both of those were originally full, full bowls. Um, maybe, and maybe not, I don't know, but, but um, yeah, they're, they're pretty impractical for practice. So, and it's a lot tighter in there than it is so like at Southridge or Connersville where the bleachers are a little bit further back. Same with Newcastle. The, the bleachers are further away from the floor. So that's the only pet peeve from a fan perspective. It's definitely not a pet peeve. It's not a bad seat in Carmel's gym. So, um, Um, but you know, so, you know, with bossy,
1: they just got, they got hit in the mouth and, and Louisville Doss is really good and big and, and athletic, uh, you know, kind of bigger than a bigger version of bossy. Really? Really? Yeah. And, And so, you know, it I say maybe they looked intimidated, but they just you know they just looked a little a little off. Uh, you know, shot selection, turnovers at times kind of snuck up on them. You know, they 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 climbed back in it. And they they were within eight. Uh, I think they got within six at one point. But you know, you it's tough when you get yourself down in a hole early. And they they were down. I want to say they gave up. Uh, what 32 points in the first quarter?
0: Yeah.
1: Boston did 32-16 was the score at the end of the first quarter. So, you know, it was just not a good first quarter. And um
0: what what was the best game down there? Oh. The best game was
1: was was Hammond, uh well, you have, you have both Hammond North went into overtime. Okay. Um Matthew Bunnell um, is that Scott's son. Scott's son hit a big okay. three at the end of good. end of regulation, uh, tied it. I mean, he is on fire right now, Jim. He is just he is on fire. He's just stroking it. Uh, so that was a really good game. That was a great game, and uh, North ended up pulling it out. Harrison Gary West side was really good too. Um, you know, I didn't know much about Gary. West side, you know, without Jalen, but, you know, it was a great game. It went all the way to the, all the way to the, to the end. And,
0: um, is up.
1: Harrison's up. They have the win. They, they have all they got to do is hit their free throws and, and they get out and they, they turned it over, missed two free throws. And Gary, we- you know, West side just came down and just made some plays, you know, they just. What the heck's going on with
0: Harrison? I mean, I'm surprised he lost to Gary West. I mean, look at,
1: yeah, him too. The new Albany
0: loss kind of surprises me, but
1: yeah, no, I mean, you think traditionally, you think, oh well, you know, it's it's New Albany, but it's not New Albany. That's it's not, right. no. yeah, not the same. Should They're be, really going to control tempo, and yeah, it should be a, a special Harrison team too. And I mean, you know, um, we'll just, you know. Sh- We'll see how they, they get it all worked out. I guess you know it's kind of the whole the whole process, right? But right now it's they're just not playing well together. Um, they hurt a little bit. They got some some of their role guys are, are kind of hurt, and it's kind of it's just messing with them a little bit.
0: It was a tight uh, game, but it was it a fun game to watch. I mean, those yeah. are two teams struggling coming in. Yeah,
1: two teams struggling coming in. They both needed a win. You know what I mean? And and yeah. with me watching jenny summers you know it's it's about and i told him this it's about winning it's not about how many points he scores um you know that's that's where he's that's where he can he can find his value right now it's just being in a so he's got he needs to turn that you know around a little bit for himself and, and for his team and um you know so um Terrence uh what's his name he was there last year Terrence I'm 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 drawing a blank player name Ringo Terrence Ringo yeah you know I think he was a lot more valuable than what what anybody would ever give him credit for I mean you know his stats were were solid but um I just think he was he was really a rock consistent rock that they're kind of missing right now um you know Terry Hooks should be uh, the floor general for them, and I just they're just not getting that that leadership. That so they'll figure it out, but they got some good pieces. You know, I mean Shane Sims, in fact, as a freshman was is
0: come on, he's averaging yeah. ten points, he's playing a ton. Saw that, and his summer is summer's just their only their only size at all, and he's not. I mean, he's a perimeter player, but he's not really. I mean, he's not really a big. He the only it's size they have is him.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you have Hayden Roach coming off the bench. If if you know, but he's six eleven, seven foot, but he's just um, not not there yet. All right, he's behind. You know, it's just just in his whole development stuff, it's just behind. So not really not really helping much. He didn't play at all against. Castle and Castle's got six nine Dylan Watson, so you know you thought you maybe you saw him there in that game. Yeah, I thought Roach had developed to the point where he would be. He looked good this this fall, but you know, there's always a difference between fall league and and you know practice and uh, whatever. But um, yeah, you know Harrison's interesting. You know they lost to Floyd Central, lost to Floyd Central. Um, that was a the game they should have won. You know, that was a neutral court game. I want to think, right? I mean, I'm not like making this up.
0: Your face was like, oh. What? no, I'm I was I'm looking at something here real quick while you're okay. talking. And then you know, they also lost to South Spencer, right? That that game, I mean, the way kind of you back. talked about South Spencer mm-hmm. that that game didn't necessarily surprise me though.
1: No, no, no. I mean, no, South Spencer was really, really good. They they D up, and I mean. Uh, Linton was another game that I saw yesterday at bossy and, and Linton's going to have to go up against South Spencer to be able to get out of the South. Yeah. Not a given. I mean, Linton's I mean, really good.
0: Don't we see that as sort of the, who? I mean, don't we see that as sort of the regional final matchup? Is that how that plays out? Or is who it looks like, you know, it's what it looks like. And, no, I didn't have South South Spencer in my top. My top ten. So oh, yeah, but you didn't ask me. I would have told you. You would have done it. <laughs> Well, you didn't have. Well, hold on now, Bucko. You didn't have Chesterton in your top ten.
1: <laughs> no, but in, I don't in, even in think
0: you place. had Zionsville. Yeah, I did. Stop. You did it. quit. Is there somebody else you didn't have? The thing with uh, uh, Chesterton. You had Warren higher than I did, which that's fine. I mean, we that could go either way. Um, High schools are, you never know who, who exactly they're, they're
1: stashing. Yeah, I know. I just questioned. Yeah. Pretty pretty darn good.
0: They are. Yeah. There's, there's four, four really good teams out of the region. And I think Hammond is part of that next group with 21st century. Now, obviously 21st century is not for a, but, but um, to me, it's Valpo Chesterton and then crown point Munster Valpo Chester to me is kind of their own little two team tier crown point Monsters kind of their own little two team tier and then Hammond central. And, and, um, that's tough to remember to say the central part Hammond central and 21st century is their own little two team tier. Um, I don't think there's a big enough, there's not a very big gap between any of it up there. Right. But, um, um.
1: But yeah, you know with Harrison, you know they've it's not it's not going to be easy. It's, it doesn't get any easier, and their section was tough. Uh, and, you know everybody's pretty much kind of grouped in there together, and rights might be out in front of everybody a little bit. My guy. Yep Higgy. Higgy.
0: who was you know, the best team-, team? Huh? They yeah, had a
1: game yesterday. They came back and they were able to beat. Uh, um another uh mccracken county kentucky yeah i don't know anything about mccracken, McCracken County. county kentucky. yeah i no, went to their sweet 16 last oh, they, year okay,
0: good you get a little more i mean you get a little of that kentucky stuff where you're I at try but... not to jim i try not to do yeah i mean Wrights plays owens owensboro right here coming up pretty soon hell tomorrow everybody plays owensboro well true well, it's, a there. Good, it's a really good uh you know they're um, athletic. It's like when Lawrence, like when Lawrenceville in Illinois used to be part of the Big Eight, the, the Big Eight Conference in Indiana. That was
1: just weird.
0: That was, it was a little weird. It was fine. And it's kind of neat because,
1: because
0: there's a lot of good basketball that's come out of Lawrenceville, especially in early, earlier in my life. Greg Snow, Ryan Haywood. Well, there's also the, the IU guys that, you know, that's where Sloan's from and, and, Tyra Ron Felling was there. Um, um, anyway. Yeah, they play. Yeah, Wrights plays So, Who was the What was the best team, the best in-state team you saw yesterday?
1: I don't know. You know, Wrights or, or Linton.
0: Yeah.
1: It would, have, it would have been neat to see seen them play, you know, last each night. Other, I mean. Each other. Yeah, yeah. They've been fun. I mean, although they played this summer. Julie Hart likes to think that he, he got he got
0: rights by twenty. Twenty, you know, so ah, I think rights was missing a lot of guys in the summer though. Hey, I'm just telling you what I'm yeah, telling you. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm pushing the Linton at Carmel game next year. Okay. I'm gonna make that magic happen. If you want that smoke. That's, no, they they
1: were really uh, you know, they were really good yesterday when and they and they weren't and they weren't good. When they weren't good. You know Linton, don't you don't mean think, I don't think Hart hit a shot really outside of 10 feet the whole day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just shot. So just
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean and obviously I've seen him. I mean he I don't think he missed anything in Brownsburg <laughs> when <laughs> when they were up yeah, there.
1: See, well, no, and he shows up. That's the thing. He shows up for big games. And he had 22 yesterday, he had some monster dunks um well he
0: can this. beat he can beat teams and i mean he can score in a ton of ways if he's not hitting shots he'll figure out another way to do it i mean it's shoot. but it's it's better for him because even though logan webb shot the ball better in brownsburg than i'd ever seen him shoot um you know Braden walters really doesn't shoot the ball right every now and then he gets put back he he, he will post some but is as I mean, look, Braden Walters is not your tri- your typical six five six six kid. He's he handles the ball, plays a lot of plays a lot of point for them. If, if you've a not good, seen good player, yeah, no, yeah. yeah if, sure. if, if if you've not seen Linton play, talking to our listeners here, if you've not seen Linton play, you you'll see a lot of times where he's bringing the ball up. Logan Webb's posting. They're bringing hard off screens. Um, you know, Logan Webb, anybody that his his lo- eye level down, he's posting, and he's very effective in there. And, the, and I think what, what gives them the space to do that is just Joey, the way Joey shoots the ball. So, um, yeah, and they, ba- they basically, they took off from Addicts about the second quarter and just anytime Addicts would try to make a run, they just would hit shots. It just was. Uh, and so yesterday, you know, against Castle, who's. You know, they don't have
1: their, their high major talent or, or their Isaiah Swopes or anything, you know, this
0: year. Well, what's the, talk about the age in our kid or Aigner or however you Aigner, yeah, Aigner, mm-hmm. Wes Aigner. Uh, I played against his
1: dad, Jeremy Eigner, who's a year older than me and the hardest played the hardest of any kid that I ever came across, Jim. You know, he's like one of those kind of guys, right? And so, Wes has got that. But he's got a lot of skill too. Yeah, um, all city wide receiver, uh SR, you know SIAC wide receiver at Castle.
0: Is so that going to be his
1: really, sport? Is that going to be what he plays in college? Probably just because his shot is is not. I you know I don't know. He's he doesn't shoot the ball from the perimeter. Okay, everything everything's. Slash Everybody post. five feet in mm-hmm. yeah okay. No, he's really good at it don't get me wrong but that tends not to work so well right at the next level it's, yeah i can get so it, it gets out so so he hadn't shot it yet so we don't know yet necessarily if if you know where the shot's at but but as far as like motor effort uh he just he goes hard and 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 he can score really well around the basket you thought uh, you know you thought that that he would have a little trouble yesterday and you know I don't he had 17 and he played really well they're, they're missing Castle's missing their point guard he's hurt and he'll be back in in January and okay and they're just missing a, um, a shooter you know I mean like they have some guys Donovan Cunningham can shoot the ball Um. um Caleb Niehaus can, good little shooter. Braden Bishop's a good shooter, but but they just they don't look for it that much. And uh it's tough. You know, Linton's Linton's got good size. Drew Smith's back now for Linton. 6'2, six, 6'3. Six, just oh, did one. he play? Did he play? Yeah. oh, he did, yes. Hit a big three early. I mean, you know, it was uh 18 13 at the half. So I mean, like that three was big by by Smith. Um just tough. He's the toughest kid on the team. And any battled Dylan Watson. Who's six nine two
0: sixty? And Drew's, Drew's what? Six six one, six two? Maybe. You know, and, he, and he's built like a
1: mm, I can't. You can say brick shit house. a brick house. Yeah. There you go. No, that's I, fine. You say that's I all right. We're good. I don't to be
0: kicked off your podcast. No, we just no f no f bumps no, no f- bombs no GD no so nobody knows super, nothing that will offend offend the masses he's the best screener for heart
1: that's the other thing you know he's so big Joey, yeah Joey
0: had mentioned that they were they, they weren't fully sure when he would be back and that he would um they weren't fully sure when he would be back but they were they were definitely missing his toughness um but they're they're undefeated so it's it, you know they and they beat and they really beat, good teams. Yeah, know? they did. They beat Park Heritage. They beat Crispus Attucks. Um, so they're you know they are scheduling up, which is good. Castle is scheduling up. Um, the um, so who who was the best just of the in state kids? Who was the best player you saw? The best player, the best performance you saw. It doesn't have to be the best talent. Who had the best day individually?
1: Um, you know. <sighs> I thought Josiah Dunham had a good first half. Yeah, they played O'Fallon,
0: Missouri. They were supposed to play Bowman, but yeah. But I, COVID. Shout out to Coach Burkhart for getting that info to me. It was it was nice. I didn't I couldn't find anything on O'Fallon except that they were eight zero. Um, now, tried I to do know. yeah they're nine zero now. We tried to get a little bit. I was able to get some stuff on McCracken County, and I was able to get some stuff on DOS. Um and anybody that reads our previews the, the names that are there come out of our database. So the, the teams do too. I'm, I'm adding out of state teams as they play, but, um, I'm not adding a bunch of out of state players to the database. So it doesn't, not for a one-off, but, um, so that's why you see some blank, some blank, uh, spots on those previews, but, but we, we were able to talk about a little bit about them in the, in the, the preview blurbs that, that I write. So, or that, well, there's a couple of us that ride him. So, um, uh,
1: I Higgs, Higgs was good. Good. You know, I mean, he's uh, he's just Is one he of the more been- interesting, interesting players. You know, I don't know, I don't know how exactly it, he works in. I don't know, I don't know what level yet or anything, but he's one of those kids that you really like to have on your team, you
0: know? Yeah. He's he's, works defensively. He can play with or without the basketball. I think he's going to get this summer. He's going to get a lot more point guard. We're sort of reshuffling how we use those, the three point guards I have um, this year, but um, you trade one of them. No, no, I'm not getting, no, just, no, you just look at the kind of success that Preston's having off the ball. And, um, Robert you know, you figure, yeah, Preston Roberts, you figure out ways to tap into that. And, and that, and he's, he's a kid that admittedly admittedly wants to play the wing. He would rather play the wing. We've, we've made him a point guard. Uh, I didn't we would say we made him a point guard. He, he had to play the point in middle school for his school team too. But, um, we have just always stuck with it because it's always nice to have that size. Well, here you know, Moles is six three now. <laughs> According to him. My man moles. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna blow me crap now. But you know, Dylan's listed six three, Higgs is listed six three. Um, if Higgs isn't six three, believe me, he has the length to play it. He's got freakishly long arms. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I just think now that we got some more we got more physical stature options at the point, we're gonna Can change how we do things with Preston so change how we do things with all three of them and it also makes it easier to play all three of them together so but I'm just kidding which ain't a bad thing Um, I'm really looking looking forward to the summer but but we get through the school year first but no it's um, are you going to help me put together the state tournament AAU state tournament
1: where we get everybody nobody can run nobody can hide
0: I mean, we'll play, get final weekend, make way we'll, out of the gym. We'll play, but you know, we obviously back when you played the AAU state tournament was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um. I've got seven of those championships, six of them kind of matter. One of them definitely didn't matter. The last one we played in was like 17. It was, it was ridiculous. It's unfortunate too. Cause I've always looked forward to it, but yeah, for those that don't, that don't know back in the, Back in the late '80s and '90s, and really into the early 2000s, the state tournament was a two-weekend event in June. Before the the school coaches, most fun, most fun thing
1: I I ever did. Yeah, basketball, really.
0: It's it's fun, and and even the years I didn't coach in an age group, I would go watch. I mean, I would I would get hotels and a hotel room in Brownsburg, just because I would want to get there at 9 a.m. to watch the first game, and the, the last game always started at 9 p.m. And you just I don't know. It just didn't make sense to drive back home and wake up early and come back the next day. So, and I have friends in Brownsburg, so it was nice to be able to spend some time with them and stay out late and not have to worry about driving back. But, um,
1: no, I, yeah, I'm mean, sure you find out so much about people. You know what I mean? Like I
0: just, um, avoiding well, the then, best players in the club, but anyway, see back then too, we didn't have the, the major facilities hosting events. So really, I mean, we, we we'd move part of our schedule around just because we don't want to play the same teams over and over and over, you know, back then everybody was going different directions and not as many teams traveled. You had more teams, but fewer teams traveled. Most teams played in state. Now you've got more, you've got maybe some fewer teams, although there's a lot of those like facility teams and I'm, I'm, I'm talking about actual teams that, you know, don't just show up and try out and end up getting put on a, some roster. Um, you have fewer recruited teams now, but, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's sure anything like that. You let me know what the weekend would be, but at the same time, it's, um, I think you'll get some, you'll get some blowback because I think a lot of the teams have schedules that are somewhat scripted and don't, don't have a lot of, and those facility teams, they, they buy into a schedule and it's free, you know, after that. So
1: you to play or you don't.
0: I know. either run or you or you are you standing. We got a couple weekends still open, so we'll see.
1: Well, honestly, I think that that the the loss of the AAU factor, right? And you know, I mean, I remember going to the the state or national AAU tournaments and getting uh', uh a little brochure or the um, yeah program agendas or whatever they hand out, and you had to go to like a you had to go to a class when you know for
0: half hour and they would I mean, they were trying, right? Well, that was back too when the NCAA started putting in, putting in rules where you had to do recruiting video and you had to, you had to do certain things, but, but no, AAU state and AAU nationals were fun. And then of course, nationals, you, you could, if you got invited to the super showcase, you were down there, you know, we would go down there for 11 days, play two events and just get a ton of exposure. And the shoe companies kind of carved up some of that. Although I, th- I think there was still some room to make it work, but um it's what the, it's these facilities that cut the hole in that, especially for Indiana teams, because there's just two or three play, two or three places we play now. Uh, when we stay in state, and there's there's really not much oxygen for anything else in state. All right, Nick, who's who's your number one team in four A? We're we're kind of back on that topic now. Okay, Zeinsville. Uh, Is it that obvious?
1: Yeah, no, they haven't done anything to you know, to give that up all they've Man. done is win. I mean, they can't, the kids can't, can't pick and choose what games they play. They, they just show up and play the games they've in the games they've won or, you know, I mean, they, they, beat
0: Carmel. So there's that. There you go. Yeah. Well, that gets them in the discussion. That And I right now, who's your number two team? My number two
1: team right now is, is Carmel. Okay. um I mean you could go a lot of different place different ways right I just think they're playing really 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 good defense they're playing a really high level defense you know offensively
0: I offensively it worries me a little bit I, I um, tweeted yesterday yeah that I tweeted what did I tweet I tweeted um, what did I, what, how exactly did I say that? Hold on a second here. I'm going to tell you exactly how I said it. Um, If I can find it quickly enough. Yeah. Basically I left. Uh, let's see. I stated that. um And I, as I, right after I texted right after I tweeted it, then that's when Ned rip started posting the tech cathedral scores. And they were just like, all of a sudden cathedral was getting blown out and i was like well oh, crap we maybe we need to rethink the tech thing so that's what made me think of this topic today was was that but um um let's see where was that where was that where was that
2: oh my god
0: worst podcast segment ever <laughs> um here we go this was after Chesterton beat homestead so i said this win propels Chesterton into the top group of teams cathedral zionsville homestead chesterton carmel and westfield with carmel to me looking the most vulnerable um and then i you know and then boom tech goes out and starts thumping cathedral so that made me think this would be a good thing to discuss and the, the carmel thing the, the scoring thing is is an issue it's they've, they've not and look a lot of it gets cured like they go out and they have a game where Pete doesn't have a great game statistically um, against um, who they play Friday night. Uh, gosh, dang it. How do I not know that they beat New Albany Berkey. last night? They beat New Albany last night and there was some sign. Oh, North central. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. North central is going to be able to put people on Pete to make things difficult for him. But then Orm goes out and scores 20 they, they don't need 20 a night from him, but they need 12 to 15 a night from him. Right. If he's mm-hmm. the D one guy, we all think he is. And then Charlie Williams has got to be, I don't know if foul trouble was an issue this weekend, or if, if I, I could see the noblesville thing being kind of a matchup issue or the North, North central thing, kind of being a matchup issue. Um, cause Carmel can still go quote small while still being big or bigger. um, but he's got to start producing uh, on a more consistent level. Um, you know, in the, in the three games I've seen, he's gotten in foul trouble. Now that's, you know, that's that can happen, and that's how he started last year. And then by by the middle of January, he was cooking, and that's you know you start seeing that with obviously then at that point the third piece was Waddell. They were they were going to be a tough out no matter what, but they don't they haven't developed that that three or four player core yet. Of guys. They, they have too many lineups where they have guys who don't look to shoot and, and a couple who don't really show a lot of really consistent range unless they're just really, really wide open. So um, to well, me, they're the most vulnerable that bunch. Yeah, yeah, no,
1: I mean, I think consistency is one of the hardest things. As humans, as players, you know, being consistent is the hardest, the hardest part. Right, I mean that's what it's been a theme today. Right, we talked about tech.
0: Yeah, and their their next two games are gonna are gonna tell them a lot. They play Valpo, who plays a lot like they do. They play Anderson, who plays nothing like they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they can turn the other teams' defense. I said this earlier. Turn other teams' defense in their offense as well as anybody. You know, but they also have to have shot makers on the floor. Um, well, and guys hitting shots too. So. Yeah, yeah. Orm's got to be
1: consistent. I mean, he doesn't have to be 20, like you said, but yeah. he's got to be
0: 15. I mean, that's... Well, he's just got to be aggressive. He looked really good in the second half against Noblesville. <laughs> he looked really good. Well, oh, I mean, he's got to he was... keep shooting. Even if,
1: yeah. he, if he misses some shots, he's got to keep shooting. Like,
0: Well, and just with his length, he can do so much. He can do so much, you know, in, in traffic. He still He still can get knocked a little bit physically. And he's just got such a high center of gravity, you know, and he's, he's just got to get stronger, but that, that comes with time.
1: I mean, when you go down and you, when you start naming off, you know, the roster there at Carmel, you know, Spencer, White, Jer bonds,
0: you know, white had a really good game yesterday. It looks like, you know, that was nice to see him come out and hit shots and bonds was really good against, against Noblesville. Although he did most of his damage kind of late, I mean, but it was still nice plays and he's not really scored since, but, but it was still, he still showed that, look, when he's aggressive and he's driving and a lot of this is just being willing to, to get paint touches, you know, these guys, you know, Orm especially has got to think every now and then I just got to go get, get a bucket or get fouled. Pete, Pete has developed into that. That was something that Pete had to learn how to do last year. Um, a bucket or get fouled one of those two things and and orm could be that kind of a kid and so just wait for that to happen i don't you know i didn't see either game this weekend i'm definitely going to beat their next two games um but and then they've got a murderer's row of games coming up new albany or the valpo anderson center Grove, westfield cathedral pike browns i mean it just doesn't get easy there's, there's no easy games on this there's script. not one i just one, which i yeah. love Cause none of this matters. They could not lose winning any of these games and still win a sectional and win a state championship.
1: Well, that's the thing about Osborne's record. I mean, it's, it's incredible.
0: Yeah. I mean, all these teams could do that, obviously, cause you don't have to, all you gotta do to play in the state tournament is fill out your paperwork. That's it. So, I mean, there's, that's literally, they literally have paperwork they have to fill out. <laughs> so, but I mean, um, you
1: know, Osborne's record's incredible and it's easy for people to say, Oh, well, you know, like, but like, Sit down. Look at each individual. Right. No free passes. Not, not, not one free passes.
0: Especially this year. Last year there were a couple, couple games. Yeah, you figure. Yeah, they're going to win. This year, none. No. I mean, maybe Center Grove, <laughs> but. Okay. But I, you know, I'm going to regret saying that now. But I mean, I think Center Grove probably feels like they're a year away from being. You know another team like that mm-hmm. um and they don't have the big star like they've been able like the you know the one guy they've been able to have for especially with trace but and you need
1: and you need a star and at those schools like that in
0: you know. big moments yeah i guess the one thing that's with carmel and i'm sure Valpo's is the same way um is their their fight to control tempo? Sometimes you keep teams close, mm-hmm. keep games close that shouldn't. Not saying there should be blowouts, but you keep games close that shouldn't be close. Um, yeah. Just like
1: the game the other night with with New Albany. I mean,
0: well their game, yeah, they, yeah. Well, last night it was thirteen to three. New Albany didn't score in the second quarter. It was five to three after one, 13 to three at halftime. And hey, we got a serious problem with offense in the state. Well, just two of the two or three of the top teams can cut you in the forties. and can just play the game there, but that also does keep teams in it. And that's what happened in the Zionsville game. They had Zionsville down nine and a half and didn't couldn't put their foot on them. Couldn't keep their foot on them. Zionsville came back and and gained momentum. So. so. I think my top two are, you know. Normally, I'm, the, I'm not, I'm not the guy that's like, oh, they're undefeated; they must be the top team, that above. blah. But Zionsville's earned it. I think Chestertons earned it. I, I think beating Homestead, um, to me, I mean, I had them fifth anyway. So for them to, you know, for them to be my number two, which is where I've got them, uh, doesn't is not a big not a big leap in my mind.
1: You're feeling pretty good about yourself, aren't you?
0: I feel a little bit of good about it, yeah but I just know that the, the obviously the names they have, then they've got three juniors that are definitely going to contribute. They've got options there. Um, Justin, yes. Yeah. I love guests, man.
1: I love on guest.
0: Yeah. And you know, they've, they've got a couple, they got three or two or three, six, five dudes like that, that can, can be productive on the court. Um.
2: And then I'm I've so got, and then I've got
0: Homestead and then I've got Cathedral and then I've got Carmel. So you have Homestead three. Yep. Cathedral four, Carmel five. And then, um, I mean, I mean, I guess I'm going to have Anderson or Valpo and then Anderson and Valpo right? <laughs> at six and seven and then tech at eight. And then it, and Bloomington North at nine. And then maybe Floyd Central at ten. What's Jeffersonville's problem? I know that's a little far, but. um, So they beat they beat North, which I thought was a really good. That was a really good win. I mean,
1: that want to say North. Right? North
0: first year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They start the season well, then they lose to an Ohio team that I know nothing about. I know nothing about them. And Seymour's having a good year. Seymour, this is probably the best. I mean, Seymour loses to Brownstown, but then they, they, beat Creek, I think. they beat Columbus North by 10. That's a good win. They beat Jennings County by 20, who beat Greensburg by 20. Um, Zach and I every week do this little um, scores that kind of make you turn your head a little bit. And we we didn't do it this week because we were doing the hierarchy, the four A hierarchy thing because we figured we would talk about some of this. But yeah, Seymour's kind of that. I'm not. I don't think they're one of the top teams in the state, but but they've got some good wins. And one of them is Jeffersonville, who I had in the top ten. I don't. I think you were. They were in your list too, right? Yeah. No, I had them definitely. You had them a little. Yeah. Here's the thing
1: about.
0: A- here's my here's my one to
1: hold up with Chesterton before you're ready to to. Uh, anoint them as the state champions here. I'm not December. doing that. I'm not giving. I'm not
0: giving up on Carmel yet. I'm not I don't like it. I'm not even giving up on the like all I'm just. It is what it is right now. Their strength of schedule is two thirteen. Well, right now it is sure, but again, you talked. You just said earlier you can't control. Look, they make a lot of these games are scheduled. You know, years in advance, and they they have no control how good some of these teams are. I mean, but they've done. We talked, Zach and I talked about that earlier. We, they've done what they've had to do. They didn't just squeak by these, those games, they obliterated them. And it's not like they're playing they're, the, the teams you're talking about. Hammond Morton is a 4A team, Lowell is a 4A team. They lose Hayden, Caden Vasco. Bad, bad 4A team. They are 4A. You're right. Lowell's very bad. When I mean, Caden Vasco leaves the year after, um, The the year after Manus Manus graduates, they are completely depleted. Mm -hmm. The East Chicago Central thing, I don't know the, the shape of the school, why they can't seem to produce kids anymore. They are down. The Elkhart thing surprises me, the kind of start they're having, because they just consolidated last year. You know, last year at this time, Oh, I mean, last year they won their first three games. They lost their next three, but they lost the three they lost to were South Adams, who was loaded, Chesterton, who was loaded, Mishawaka Marion, who was loaded, and all three of the well, yeah, well, the Mishawaka Marion game was tight. Then they beat a good Valpo team. So that's how Kyle Sears. That's how the Elkhart High School, the new Elkhart High School, starts going three, four, and three with a big win over Valpo, and three losses to teams that were among the, the state's best last year. And then this year they're just not very good. I don't know. I mean, South Bend Washington is they beat South Washington, who's a better team. They lose to John Glenn, who's seven and zero. Oh. Bryson Han is good. Goshen's six and one. So I guess if you really dig deep, South Bend Adams is still is still probably good. Not the power they've been lately, but they're three and one. Um. So maybe you look at Elkhart's record and you think okay well being 1 and 6 looks justifiable on paper because of who they lost to and the kind of years those teams are having but they got 25 they got rolled by chesterton um that so that's, that tells me that speaks highly of chesterton i guess is where i'm going with that so
1: well you know you got to, you got uh
0: a little bit of talent there too, you know. Eric Telly I, I like him. I mean, Chesterton's
1: seventy-one points
0: a game, letting up forty. That's impressive. I don't know if that includes the Homestead game. I assume it does. Um, I don't know why it wouldn't. Database is database, but but um, sixty-two point win against Lowell. It's hard to do. It's hard to beat another four-eighteen like that. It's hard to be that bad. It is. But again, you don't you don't schedule that thinking, well, that's not a conference game. But they play them every year. You don't schedule that thinking, okay, well, Basco's gonna transfer. Where'd he go? Bosco.
1: Okay.
0: You know, Hammond Morton. I don't know. Last time Hammond Morton was really good, but 1944. (laughs) I don't know. But you know, they rolled them. They beat them by 28. They beat Lowell by 62. They beat Elkhart by 24. They beat East Chicago Central by 35. They're doing what they need to do. To, they're on that schedule. They're doing what they need to do. No, now, I'm, not, so, I'm not hating on them. They had to play whatever schedule they got,
1: right? But I'm saying, the you know, you got Carmel, on the other hand, who, who's played the, the toughest strength of schedule. Well, that's true. And they've really not done anything to, to, to deserve, like,
0: getting, like, all they did was lose to Zionsville, And well, I don't, they've not looked great. They've, they've not looked great offensively.
1: Yeah, but we haven't looked at just
0: either. They've looked tentative offensively other than Pete. It's not fair though. It's not a fair because, because we, we,
1: we see it's normal a lot more. We, we have access to people. We know
0: people, you know, who are going to say, Oh, Hey, we're not playing well. You know, Pete's not playing, whatever. Well, I'm the biggest Homer there is. So, I mean, if I'm, I'm not concerned about a big picture. I'm just telling you that right now they they've got some they, they look they got some tentativeness on offense and and I I know they they know they were trying some new stuff and they they maybe gone away from it and I think that will help um get them more back into what their the rhythm or what they've been used to doing but um but um, you know that's also. They just they gotta have they got to have kids step up and 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 be aggressive and and uh, hey so where's Ben Davis fit into this? They're, they're yeah, they're getting there. I mean, they're, I mean, if not Floyd Central, then, then them. I mean, they're they're playing awfully well right now too. But they you know they start the year with a couple of losses. One to Zionsville That was I mean that, the the Zionsville loss might be their best <laughs> their best. Game <laughs> Ad signs, Will. Yeah, no, at Zinesville, yeah. No, no, is that Ben Davis? Is that Ben Davis? Oh, you're talking about Ben Davis? Okay, they're talking about Carmel. Okay, oh, yeah, no, 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 yeah. I want to say it was like a what two point game, something like that. Like, yeah, it was one, it was not, it was a fun game, and I'm hit the game winning shot. So,
1: ah, uh, yeah,
0: all right, well, let's do this. I got a roll. Um, I know we're recording out of sequence, so we've already got stuff prepared for the back end of this, but but Nick, appreciate your time. And I uh, look forward to doing this, uh, if not next weekend, then certainly in the future. You got it, my man. Appreciate All it. man. Thanks. Appreciate it. See you. Have a good day. Yep. All right, Zach,
2: best game of the week for you. Uh, it's going to be the Chesterton Homestead battle at Grace College. Um, lived up to the hype for sure. I guess there was hype to it. I don't know. That's probably my job, right, to hype that up. No, I I thought,
0: well, I mean, by the time people have heard this, we will have already, we're recording out of sequence, which I'm sure we'll say a couple of times throughout the podcast, but by the time people have heard this, you know, we will have already talked about Chesterton, you know, being among the top teams in the state and proving it that way. Right. Right. Definitely. I mean, that game, I mean, that's a game. I mean, beating Homestead this year, beating Homestead matters. Um, it's not just a win. It's you're you're kind of announcing your presence, at least in our opinion. I don't think anybody had – anybody didn't have Cathedral, Carmel, and Homestead among their top three, and and maybe from an outside perspective, a little bit of a gap, right? So that game definitely had a little hype
2: to it, at least in my mind. Sure. I mean, that's the point of playing that game anyway yesterday. I mean, they wouldn't right. bring in good, good matchups to that event. So uh definitely – and I had – I can't remember if I mentioned it the week before, but I couldn't believe Chesterton wasn't in part of the rankings anyway. Uh, before this, I mean, rankings aren't really all that what they're cracked up to be anyway. With with sectionals not being seated and everything, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Other than pay, ranking rights, and I don't <laughs> pay attention to the AP stuff. So,
0: um, but no, I thought for sure that they were. I'm trying to think where I had Chesterton the beginning of the year. I could go back and look now. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to find that. Um,
2: yep.
0: All right. Well, So we paused it real quick and found out. I had Chesterton fifth. So clearly I liked, it. I mean, I started the year Carmel Cathedral, Homestead, Westfield, and Chesterton tech and Zionsville. So what a, what a coup for me looking yeah. pretty good right now. To your um, heart. We'll we'll probably talk about that earlier in the pod too. (laughs) We got recording out of sequence. We got to work on this part, but,
2: um, but anyway, yeah. So that, so that get, tell us a little bit more about that game that I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, it was pretty fast paced, a lot of intensity. Both of these teams wanted to win. Uh, Travis Grayson didn't score until the second quarter. Uh, He's, he was slow out of the gate, but I mean, that was some, had to do with some defense as well uh lawyer did lawyer stuff filled it up got himself to the br- i mean he's not just a shooter uh, everybody should know that by now um, i mean there's obviously purdue commit so they knew what they were getting out of him but but he's not just a shooter he'll attack the rim and get caught, draw contact and go to the line and that's he loves living at the line Hit. but oh god what,
0: what is it will be what'll be interesting for him that that was very apparent in june yeah. And I equated that not only just to the development of his game, but also in that, you know, good was no longer there, that it was, you know, time for him to take a bigger role. Yep. Definitely. Um, and that was the evolution of Ryan Klein, though, too. So by the time Klein was a junior and a senior, where he was definitely the guy, he had to figure out ways to get to the free throw line, to steal points, if you will. And, and he was more definitely a senior year, he was more than just a shooter. I mean, in fact, the senior year, he was really their, their primary ball handler, too. Um, now, in the Big Ten, he was just a shooter. right? You know, and and that's, I've often viewed lawyer in that capacity and doesn't diminish what he's doing this year, but I'm, I'll be curious to see once he gets at Purdue and starts to get in there, how that um, how some of that develops. But, and some of it, too, is body type. You know, Klein was thin, um, tougher to lawyer's put on thin. a bunch of bulk. Yeah. Lawyers yeah. thin. It's going to be
2: tough for him to put on bulk and not impact things. So, yeah, anyway, so go ahead. I'm sorry. I just, yeah. And, and, like you point. just exactly what you were saying. I mean, you said Klein was primary ball handle lawyers base. He's the primary ball handler this year for Homestead. It seems like also. So, um, base sounds like the same roles. Uh, it, it, but, yeah. He's got more of a running mate in Kyron.
0: Yeah. Um, it back there. Cause Kyron can be the primary ball handler. Um, but Carmel wasn't turning over the reins um, just yet to, to you know, to Brown. So it's Sterling Brown. Um, there was a part of me that wishes he had a bigger role. Um, could just to take a little load off Klein, but, you know, there was also a part of me that wished Carmel, uh, one of the Carmel elementaries had hired Jordan Geistad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of having him go to Fort Wayne school. so
2: yeah. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry. I'll, uh. I'll... <clears throat> Anyways, uh. Later on, then Travis Grayson took over for Chesterton. Um, I mentioned it before when I saw Chesterton play an Elkhart. They're just they're so their depth is there. They play ten dudes. They all have their roles and they know <laughs> them. Such a solid defending team. Um, and. Chris Mullen is just a beast under the in the boards. I mean, or underneath, he's just he's committed to Indy for football, so he's got that football mentality, that grit, um, good senior leader. Also, uh, Sims protects the glass a little bit. Uh, he wasn't really much of a factor in this when He had a couple blocks, and two points was all. Uh, he got some foul trouble early, but but they have Sims, the Parish brothers. The, the, Chesterton' is just tough. I mean this is this this isn't a surprising win, I don't feel like but it was the, the best game that I saw.
0: well they had they had to win that I mean, to, to get in that discussion because really the earlier part of their schedule wasn't great um, and but they took care of business. I put that in the preview the little preview blurb that we do on some of these games you know you, you don't always have control of how good your opponents are, especially some of the opponents you, you play on the regular or, or right. games you might agree to, you don't, you don't have any control. Usually, um, or maybe not any control. You don't have a, a ton of control over how good they're going to be from year to year. I wouldn't have th- thought that Elkhart would struggle as much as they have given that they've consolidated. So, but, but Ch- what Chesterton has done is taking care of business. They've gone in and not just won these games, they've obliterated teams. Right. And this, this was going to be, at least on paper, their first really tough matchup. So. Um, I'm, my best game of the week was earlier in the week. It, it, Garen Catholic versus Pendleton Heights. Um, I'm, I'm basing a large part. I, I like watching Garen play. Bobby Allen does a great job. Um, again, that's a, a preference of style. He's a motion guy. Uh, so I like watching them execute. Uh, it was, and, and also the, 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 the idea that the best game, it was the tightest game of the week. Um, it, went, it went to overtime there was a lot of shot making in the second half or or in the fourth quarter, Um, you know, especially among Jamison Dunham from uh, Pendleton, who's Kellen's little brother. He might be the last of the Dunhams. I'm not sure there's, there's just been a gaggle of them. I don't think there's been four of them, maybe five. I can't remember, (laughs) but he might be the last. And if they all go back to Pendleton and have kids and there, we're going to see a run of them here pretty soon. So, Um, but he was fantastic in the fourth quarter. Will Grissom was fantastic in the fourth quarter for Garen Lucas Parker. Who's a transfer from Carmel hit a couple of big shots in the fourth quarter, Um, you know, and, and Pendleton, and I'm going to forget, I'm going to forget a couple of their kids' names, but um, I'll get a little deeper into one of them later, but, but there was some shot making um, a lot of shot making going on down the stretch. And it was a fun game. It was a tight game. Uh, Garen Catholic, um hit a hit a big shot to to tie it um it was a lucas parker hit a three to, to tie it and um game ends up going to overtime and then at the end of it Pendleton heights kind of pulled it out and and made it you know it was kind of a two possession game most of overtime so that was
2: my that was my game of the week who
0: was your who was the best team you saw this week i mean check out yeah, chesterton yeah
2: sticking with that same game in chesterton and just since i've seen them twice now they, they're consistent and they get it done. And I mean, Chesterton is just, uh, they're really good and we'll probably eat our words here and they'll get beat next week against Andrean or something. And <laughs> not that won't happen because that, yeah, but no, but I mean, I mean nobody, nobody this year is good enough that they can't get
0: snapped up. I mean, Mark right. Urban's 130 in six years at, at Chesterton. So.
2: Yep. Hunter's win yesterday. He, so basically he's
0: losing six games a year playing their schedule. Yeah, I mean, he's, conference. Yeah. I and mean, he's never had a bad year. I mean, he inherited a good group. Coach Peller left that program in, in good shape. Um, and, and maybe if he's there at Chesterton, maybe it's more cyclical than what we think, but Chesterton is growing and it, it's going to become less and less cyclical. It's going to be way more about program development as a whole and, and, mark urban doing a great job and um i watched them in june i loved them and um and they're just kind of living up to it so like you said they've got a lot of pieces and i don't know that i knew who who they all were in june i knew mullen yeah and i certainly i knew mullen i, I knew um um the sophomore yeah and, justin sims uh, yeah and obviously grayson so pieces are um, there <laughs> my best team of the week probably Westfield I saw them yesterday, finally, and they lived up to it. That Mishawaka Mary Westfield game was, was really good. I, I enjoyed that. I, and I think the other reason why I went with Pendleton Heights and Garen is just to not maybe talk about the same game, all three stages of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, that's, that's fine. We're, we're limited by the time we have during the week, but, but um, you know, they were, they were excellent. They, they, Mitch Walker-Marion was on a 1-3-1 most of the first half. It was it was good. They were ahead 30 to 26. Um, but then Westfield closed on a 10-0 run. And I don't know if that prompted um uh, Mishawaka Marion to go man in the second half, but it didn't work out well. Um, the uh, the the run ended up being 14 to nothing. Uh, and then so that put them what, 10? So it would be it was 36 to 30 at half. So then it got up to be 40 to 30. And from that point on, Westfield never really, it never really got any closer than eight. I don't remember a time when, when Mishawak Marion had the ball down, like just down two possessions. I don't think they ever had the, I'm not even sure they got it within two possessions. Yeah. But Braden Smith was fabulous. Um, he dissected their man. You know, he's got guys that are hitting shots. He's got, I'm, I'm telling you from the very beginning, we've talked about, um, obviously they've got cam hafner who's a shot maker and has turned more into a playmaker this year uh where he's he he where underst- he's penetrating the paint knowing that he's going to give it up not just seeing it not just reading it but knowing that he's like setting it up right he's turned into right. that guy and that's going to make them better come march um which is the big test for them and um, you know it's going to. And the other thing too is is Romac. Alex Romack is the best forward that Braden's gotten a chance to play with, and he made a difference last night. Um, just his rebounding, especially in the defensive end, his his ability to finish. I mean, he's not a high level finisher. I mean, he's not like he's. I don't know. He's like he's going to be able to play in college. There's no question. Um, if he could show a jump shot, I think he would be really good at the NAI level. Uh, but that's the. I mean, that's the kind of kid that, you know, he's six five and he's long, you know, he can catch in traffic and finish. He can, he could alter shots. Um, he's a good pick and roll partner for Braden. And, um, you know, they didn't get a chance to do a lot of that in, in, against Mishawaka's own. In fact, for most of the second quarter, uh, no, it was, you know, the third quarter. So uh, now that I'm thinking about it, Mishawaka, and Marion did play the 1-3-1 a little bit more in the third quarter. Uh, because they put Braden in the middle of it, and I think that's what prompted him to get out. Is because Braden was just too, too smart, and um, and and too much of a play, too much for presence in the paint. Not necessarily just scoring, but catching and, and finding the next read. So, so they were they were pretty impressive, and they were definitely my my best team of the week. So, uh, your best uh, player or player performance, however you want to handle that. I think that's yeah. is obvious, isn't it?
2: I'm going Aiden Lambert. Uh, yep. <laughs> Aiden had 51 against Maryville. Only only 51. Yeah. He was on fire. He was hitting from outside, getting to the rim, had some nice dunks, nice alley-oop dunks, finished with nine rebounds also. Uh, He was shooting it really well yesterday. 51. I don't think I've – I've never seen that in a high school game. Really? Um, Yeah, I mean, it's Rare. I think the highest this
0: year has been 52, not that I saw it, but the highest this year has been 52. So he's right there. We we, um, we might actually finally get a chance to be talking about our actual player of the week for the week from the website perspective. But um, um, but yeah, that's like so he 17
2: in the first quarter. Is that all? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that all he had?
2: Hold on i'm checking out his
0: i mean he's do you think he's a d1
2: guy yet gosh i'm not sure i mean he just has the one offer right now right yeah the make him offer and i was i was going to try to reach out to coach ross today i think or even aiden to see what what he's got going on i mean i don't know i mean d2 minimum right is that what we're saying yeah the way he scores it yeah
0: you Know and you hate to think if a junior college is the first offer out of the gate, sometimes you can speculate as to why. Right. You know, maybe some academic things he's got to clean up. I don't know. Um, but my God, man, he's he's really good. And I I questioned their defense last year when I saw him
2: play. Right. Uh, I think I, a lot of people do.
0: Yeah. And you know, their game that I saw last year at the same event you were at yesterday against Riley, there was zero defense played in that game. Right. I know, I know Alex was disappointed in how they handled that side of the ball um but it was fun watching Jenkins and and Lambert go at um like Blake Wesley yeah, yeah. That, and that was probably one of the more that was probably one of the funnest games I saw last year um but um no it was I, I knew you were gonna go with Lambert it wasn't too difficult so um yeah I, I would like to watch him before I before I you know, get too deep into figuring out what level he is. But what do you think? Do you think he is a D1 guy?
2: It's a tough call. I mean, I, I, I mean, feel like he got if the offense is there. Right. He's not bad on defense, though, either, and he rebounds his position. I mean, I don't – the size, what, he's 6'2", 6'1"? 6'3", is what he's listed as, so 6'2", probably, right? Yeah. I mean, high-motor kid, he'll, he works at it, I feel like, and I don't know, I – I think D one's there. He could be really good at D two, though. I mean, right? He could dominate the D two level.
0: Well, yeah, and I, I think, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's the the question is is just from what we've seen defensively. Um, that would be the only thing, so, right? Um, hold on a second. Nick is. Nick is waking up <laughs> recording at eight 8:30 in the morning on Sunday it's actually 7 7 30 yeah where, where Nick is so hopefully he'll roll in here he wasn't necessarily scheduled to be with us during this session but we may get him in here and figure it out but uh, my my best player of the week uh Braden Smith is his performance against Mishawakamara. I have no clue what his overall stats were but he was when they were throwing they threw an alley hoop to him they they were um <laughs> He was obviously the, 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 the playmaker that he normally is. He was he, you know he didn't shoot the ball from the three-point line very well in the first half, but he hit a couple in the second half. And I, I love the part of his game that gets under that gets understated a little bit is just how instinctful he is um, when he may not have the best shot. I can't tell you how many how many times um, he had the ball kicked out to him and probably by Hafner where he would plus one it to the next guy, you know, versus um, I mean, clearly he would have been open enough to either shoot it or drive the close out, but the plus one was probably the the best play and how many times he makes that pass. And if he's not the only one out there making plays for them off the dribble, that, that changes the dynamic of, of who they can be. And that's, I think, that's a testament to Hafner. Also, Trey Buchanan uh, is also a kid that um, is able to, to penetrate, get downhill a little bit, and find people. Um, but um, there was an incident in the game where he missed. He missed Braden, and Braden kind of jumped him a little bit <laughs> in a good in a good way. Right, right. You know, Braden. Braden went baseline, hit Buchanan on the drift. On the drift pass, Buchanan centered the ball with the dribble. He was attacking the middle, and Braden came up behind him. And, and the guy that was sort of in charge of Braden at that point had left him, had kind of let him go. And so Braden would have been right open in the corner. All Trey had to do was go one dribble away from the corner and then back to Braden for a shot. And, I, you know, Braden was calling for, I think, I don't know that he was reading that the defense. I don't know if he would figure out the defense wouldn't follow him if that was just his last, you know, his split second read, but he jumped Trey pretty good. And then the, they still scored, but uh, did they still score? There was a timeout. I don't know. I can't remember if they still scored that possession or not. But then during the timeout, Braden went over and kind of, you know, dapped him up a little bit and told him, you know, don't worry about it. Just look for me. You know, and he handled it really well. It wasn't like he was riding his teammate, but, but, you know, showed a little leadership there. there you know, that's something that that a lot of kids have to learn is um, sometimes that, that best pass is just one dribble away and right back at it, especially when teams are in a zone because the zones react to the ball so much. So, but no, Braden was, was fantastic. And, and um, I mean, he's just a load. He's, I I kept thinking that um, as quickly as he uh, ended his recruiting, that he would have, he would have had some more high majors if he would have, hung into it but man you know if purdue checks all the boxes you just go ahead and do it I mean, no reason right. not to right but he would have had more um and archie miller never wanted to recruit him so i don't know that was from an iu fan perspective that's a little disappointing Braden's going to be really good at purdue so all right man any any young guys freshmen sophomores that Again, I think we're tabbing this as guys, especially from the, the freshman's part's easy. It's guys that are maybe on varsity. Sophomores, I think we're sort of gauging it more into who's making a bigger impact this year. Um, it's not like it's a hard set rule, but that's, that's the gist of it, you know, versus right. somebody that played a lot of varsity as a freshman. I don't know. I,
2: I think maybe my guy's going to cheat that rule a little bit, but
0: I didn't really see a lot of young guys this week.
2: Yeah. And and, um, I mean, I really didn't either. Uh, I guess if I'm going for a freshman, I'm going Jack Smiley from Valparaiso. There you go. Yeah. You Uh, tweeted,
0: you had tweeted about him earlier this week. Yes.
2: Yes. I was looking for a kid for any kid from yesterday, and there really wasn't anybody that stood out like he did for me yesterday at the varsity level. But uh, yeah, Jack Smiley just, he was so solid against. Gary 21st. He's a freshman from Valpo. I think he got him listed at 62 six, or 364ish, 63. Uh he only had 7 points, but I mean he he came in, he didn't waver any. Uh he was strong with the ball, good little lefty. Uh got to the basket if he wanted to. He rebounded well. I mean, he just he he played really well for Valpo in a game that you really needed somebody like him to step up. Yeah. I'm looking forward to them next week. They come yeah. down to Carmel what, yeah. it, Wednesday
0: for a 3.30 game. So that's nice. I'll get to that's see. Fun, yeah, Get to, get, 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 to a, get to a game and then go, get to go play trivia still. That's good. Maybe, maybe I'll get to come down to that one. That's fine. Yeah, let me know. Um, we'll definitely have to add you to a list. I, I'm not sure fully how they're handling that. Um, I just know that the, the RAD always kind of has me on it. So. Um, mine, I think I'm going to cheat this a little bit. I I don't, and only because I didn't really know how much he contributed last year. I know he played varsity for Pendleton Heights, but, but, uh, Josiah Gustin, um, he really, he's a six, six sophomore, six, seven sophomore. He's not specifically, he's not an interior player at all. He's, he's going to be a skilled forward. Um, I, I didn't realize how well he shot the ball and, and he was, he had a, a tough beginning against Garin. I think he was he was subbed out and, and in a way that you know he was not performing up to what they had maybe talked about. I don't know what the extreme issue was. Maybe um, look. Sometimes when you're a big man, you still got to be that rim run guy. You know, you still got to be have somewhat of an inside presence. Um, but when he got going, he he shot the ball extremely well, and, and he didn't didn't yet look to put it on the floor. Um, but he also had a couple of mid range catches where he was able to, where he was able to score off of that, but I was really impressed with his range. I was impressed with how he elevates the shot as, as much as he gets in the air on a shot, he can, um, he can, um, you know, it's hard to contest that shot with how much he gets up vertically. So, but that's my, uh, that's my guess young player of the week or we got to figure out a name for this stupid thing so, <laughs> so for this for this part but anyway well zach um we're gonna move on now i'll um we're actually gonna pause the audio and then we'll we'll um record another segment here and we'll we'll get this thing closed up uh, this this will be the last thing that everybody hears so for everybody listening at home we appreciate it if you subscribe every week thank you and we'll talk to everybody next week